Here we are again. Thank you for joining us. Another episode of Nonsense Worth Mentioning, a podcast about nothing that uh, talks about everything. And, uh, you know, check us out on Spotify and now Apple Podcasts. Let's go. Yay. Let's go. <laughs> little by little, I'm figuring this stuff out. You know, we're getting here. We're getting there. We'll be everywhere, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. You know, put the five stars, tell us how awesome we are, and uh, it'll help push us up in the rankings. Appreciate it. So, I am here today, your host, Nick the Noob, with my brother from another one, and my actual birth brother, Mikey. And, uh, what's up, man? How you, how you, uh, what up? How the week been, yo? How would it do? What it do? <clears throat> Still trying to wake up. <laughs> I see that. I see that. <laughs> yo, you woke Sweet. up with your hair like that, yo? Like... Mikey, like since we was kids, he's always had that perfect hair, yo. My man would just wake up and look at that shit. He get mad touchy, you touch it too, yo. Don't touch his hair, yo. He nah, I mean, it, was, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you know what I like to have. That's why I've always kept my hair short. <laughs> he didn't even deny. It. He said, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie, but you know, I don't like to look messy. So if my hair is messy, like it bothers me. It gives me like a complex. I'm like Samson from the Bible. I get my strength from the hair. So whenever it's messy, it bothers me. <laughs> That's why for a long time I've always kept it really short because when it's really short you don't gotta do nothing about it. And then when we get to that middle stage where it was kind of long, kind of short, where you kind of have to let it be messy before you could do anything with it, uh, it would always. So that's why I never had my hair long. But when I have my hair, I like to have it neat because if it's if it's messy, I don't like that. But I did not wake up like this. But I did just put water in my hands and just went like that, and and it was and it was good to go. That's muscle memory right there. That's muscle. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the, hair, the hair got muscle memory. Just had to put a little water to wake it up. Man, I just I never like my hair to be messy. I feel if you got messy hair, then it's just, you know, you look like somebody who just doesn't doesn't care. Messy hair don't care. You right. You see, I've been yeah, coming to work the go. past few days. <laughs> I been and I you know what it is? I've been I've been getting up in, from the morning and showering in the morning, which is what I usually don't do. I shower like you know me. I the minute I come from work, I shower. And I've been showering before I go to work, and like my hair just dries the way it is, and it just be looking crazy. But you know that's not what we're here to talk about, y'all. So I, I digress, right? Is that what they say? I digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we learn it. We learn it. <laughs> so last week, yo, was a big week. Uh, last big week, week was the one year anniversary from. Uh, when we started doing these conversations, right? Yeah, before, April fourteenth was our first we one that aired. It, so it was a few days before that, so you know, yeah, man, a year, a whole year we've been sitting down doing this. Wow. How we doing? Huh? <laughs> we still know what the hell we doing? We don't. That's we what don't. makes it fun, though. <laughs> you know, and how many times did we record episodes that just like never made it to light? We were doing ones too. Okay, we went to every other week, and then we didn't do it for a few weeks, and then, you know, COVID, you know, kind of kind of came through, <clears throat> running like a ball of flame, and shut everything down for a minute. Yeah. Oh, man, good times, good times, 2020. If I had it to do all over again, I'd do it all over again, but a lot smarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I wouldn't change a thing, man. I wouldn't change a thing. Ah. Uh... I kind of, I think I would have changed some stuff. I mean, my, my attitude, I would have changed my attitude. That's but really, realistically, that's what I would have changed because I was a hot mess, man. I was just like, we're walking to die. The zombie's going to be everywhere. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that I would change. I would definitely change store. my attitude. You know, the CDC don't help with constantly putting up them zombie <laughs> warnings. Yo. Steph sent that shit in the chat. And my head, I'm like, yo, this is kind of, uh, this is old. It's probably an update because they've been doing this for a while. <laughs> they've been doing this for a while. That's what they do, yo. Yeah, they they actually have been doing that a lot. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Like, for what it is. <laughs> it's kind of worrisome. It's kind of worrisome, but, you know. No, no yeah, it's don't it's know. like, hold up. I mean, it's not that stupid of a discussion if the CDC is talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, every time I say people like, Nick, you're such an asshole. Apparently not, because the CDC is saying the same shit, so. <laughs> that it might happen. So, you know, it's not that far of a fucking stretch when you got giant governing bodies of medicine and infection saying you know what we need to be ready for this so now maybe yeah. i'm gonna fuck this yeah, yeah, i don't know i i I, th- I still think it could still be a far you know what it is because we seem to forget right like when we were kids right i mean you see this all the time when we were kids we would look at adults like 
Like, they knew what was going on, right? Even in our teenage years, we always felt like the adults knew what was going on. <laughs> now we're adults. Do we know what the hell is going on? You're right, yo. <laughs> right, so, so if you think about it, all these gov- governing bodies are just other adults just like us that just happen to maybe read a little more, spend a little more time in school. It's basically a job. Basically, somebody was like, you know what? I want to do this, this, and that. I want to study and become this. But at the end of the day, just another person. Like It could be somebody exactly like Nick who just happened to be really smart. But in the back of his mind, he still thinks. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say, right? <laughs> now he's smart enough to put together the idea that's not even real. He I could be just like Yale. Nick, but just really smart. Well, say like like Nick. <laughs> nah, don't, don't backpedal. Don't backpedal, yo. <laughs> yo, you see? And you recorded it. Cut his mic. Cut his <laughs> mic, yo. Cut his mic, yo. I'm not really smart in the sense of, like, books. <laughs> like, you know, well-studied with degrees and stuff like that. That's Damn. A- that hurt me. <laughs> standard. <laughs> Oh man! Let me try to twist my words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is they're all just regular people like us. We just assume that the people who are governing are smarter and better off than us, and they're really not. They're just people like us. Trying to out. But don't nobody know what's going on. Nah. <laughs> and are you 100 right? I mean, that happens too on Sundays when you watch football. It's like, oh, I knew I knew better to call than to call that play. So you always feel like it's because like they're in the spotlight, like they're smarter than you. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. I guess you're right. They probably not. this is people try making the best decision they can with the gathered intel that they have. Yeah, you know, with the information that they're privy to because of their position. That's yeah. all. So they can make a better, a more accurate decision sometimes because the information that they're getting is better than the information that we will have. No, you're right. It's just right. people. Same shit. Yeah. Same stuff. You work on a car and you think you have all the right information. You're like, yeah, no, everything shows it. This is what it needs. And then you put that in. You're like, yeah, no, nah, I messed something up here. I don't know where I mixed <laughs> up, but that wasn't what it needed. So it might be even something like something that. They have all this information. Cool. They're like, yeah, look, zombies, we're right. I don't know. I just think, I definitely think the zombies thing is going to be a thing. This mic is annoying me today. As you can see, because I keep fucking with it. It's going to be all kind of booms and bangs in the fucking podcast. So, <clears throat> back to what we were talking about. All right, no more zombie shit. Um, 420 special, Red and Meth, man. That thing was uh, was exact. That was nuts. Yep, there, there goes the mic. See, he was talking shit about the mic. Now the mic's not even working. The mic said, forget you. All right, you don't like me? I'm going home. All right. <laughs> Why, why I, get life, it? I don't know, man. I keep fucking with it. It's, it's annoying me. It's all in my face. You can't just leave it set up and never touch it. Yeah, but I know why. I'm, I'm, stuff moves here a lot. Stuff, stuff moves around in the room, and there's a lot of shaking and baking going on. I mean, I got a little room. I, I got like 20 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. So everything is like, like right now, if I move the wrong way, so what happened, bro? Uh, don't move. Don't move. You know, it is that casting yeah. couch you have in the back of your room there. That's the problem. What about it? What about my cat's account? Pillows. Yeah. But yeah, yo, back to that 420 special Red and Meth, man. I don't know if you guys saw it, man, but <clears throat> that thing was pretty dope, yo. It was like, it wasn't even, a, it didn't really feel like a, a regular versus, though. It felt more like they were just putting on a concert. Like, they, yeah. they were. It did. Yeah, you <laughs> a tag I mean? team like, concert. Yeah. yeah. It's like they just gave us a concert. I mean, and they talked about some good stuff. They talked about another Muddy Waters, another Blackout album. So, I mean, I hope all that comes to light. But, um, yeah, nah, it was dope. It was funny to see them out there, like, grooving together, rocking out. Excuse me. And then next minute, they just out there clowning and stuff, you know. You know, and they took their little break. They came back, blazed as hell. You get talking, <laughs> they came back. They were like, ah! <laughs> like, all leaning on each other. <laughs> You can tell that it was lit, yo, but it was dope, man. It was a good time. It was a lot of high energy, a lot of laughing. Them cats is funny, bro. Them cats is funny. Yeah. yeah What's funny is how they, um, like, how, how they 
the, the chemistry between the two. Yeah, yo. From like the jump. And you talking about a cat from Newark and a cat from New York, from Staten Island, right? Yeah. Like, that's two, di- two different worlds apart, from not pretty much, you know? And they just like, they and link up. And different too, though, because like, you know, obviously, Meth right. had that, not, like, not only they had that Wu-Tang sound, Meth had a very distinct sound and cadence of his own. You know what I mean? And then... Yeah. You have Redman had also has a very distinct sound and cadence. You know, Redman is very much like those EP. I mean, because he came up with the EP and D cats that was kind of that kind of bump, that kind of fun party. Yeah, you know what I mean. <clears throat> and you know, make you move some. Yeah, so, yeah. And then they they just work together. And the thing that I didn't know the reason why that all happened together was because when they had dropped their albums, it was at the same time, and someone in Def Jam decided, you know what, they both got albums coming out. You know, we'll put them on tour together. When they put them on tour together, I mean, you put two guys like that together. You know what I mean? What do you think's going to happen? You know what I mean? They, you know, they, they burned, they rhymed, they, you know, they, they had some fun, and, you know, the rest is history, you know? Yeah. Imagine what that tour bus was like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Open up like those, like a mystery van. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, just, and mm-hmm. they're just rhyming and going at it, you know? He he kept saying how uh, Red Man was kept telling Method Man how he was uh he had the 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 tracks for the ladies. He's like I ain't had no 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 songs for the ladies. The only one that Red Man had was a Superman lover. Superman lover. Yeah, Red Man was so ghetto. That's why I think everybody loved him so much, especially on that the MTV Cribs, and they still showing oh, it. Man, yeah. Oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> That's like the best episode of MTV Cribs, yo. I remember when that aired, that's how, like, our basement apartment looked. Like, we had the basement apartment, me, Mikey, Melo, and everybody. That's how our shit looked. Like, you know, TVs, wires hanging everywhere, half-eaten bowls of food, half-cooked ramen, you know what I mean? See, just goes to show you, man, we're we're all the same. We're all the same. Here you got a guy famous, millions of dollars, living like five broke-ass teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, another thing they talked about on there that I thought was cool, they talked about giving people their roses when they're alive. And that they kept that message like through the whole through the whole show. Like every time they bring somebody out to perform with them, which was another thing that was dope. That they had a lot of a lot of guest features there with them. I didn't even see any of the guest features. I'm gonna have to watch the whole thing again. Because yeah. I didn't see the whole thing. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of guest features in there. And they kept talking about and they was all, you know, giving each other love and they was talking about giving you know, giving people their roses while they're still alive. Like, don't wait till they're dead to put a rose in their funeral. Like, when they're alive, you know, tell them, show them how much you mean, you know, how much yeah. they mean to you. And that was the message through the whole thing because, you know, we just, you know, lost Black Rob, you know, DMX, you know, and they were talking about a lot on, on that on that episode and stuff. So, and that's the whole thing. They kept saying it over and over about, you know, let people know now while you have the chance, you know what I mean? And, that, again, that's something I'm very grateful for. I remember, like I said, I don't know if I said it last week, but the last conversation I've had with Glenn before he passed, I mean, I told him I loved him. You know what I mean? Like, I t- you know, because that's how I am. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we do it all the time. We tell each other we love each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's no thing to tell somebody that you love someone, you know? You give a shit about it. But not in the same way, like, you love someone, like, you know, you, you know, you love your wife. But, like, you, just as a person, you love that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> You know, I was, I was happy that I was able to do that before that happened, you know. And that's what they were talking about. They were talking about, you know, letting people know that they're important, you know. Once they're gone, that's it. It's too late. It ain't, you know, you can't do it no more. Yeah. That post about them don't mean shit if they ain't never know it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, true. That's 100% true. That's what people always love <laughs> to do, right? After somebody passed, they put all these posts and all this stuff, you know what I mean? It's like, where was that love when they was here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. But I don't want to yeah. bring this down, uh, you know, so let's segue out of this into uh, that new Mortal Kombat jump off, man. You guys see that Mortal Kombat, yo? I did, man. I enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. To- I, I watched not. it because um, my wife was away for the weekend with her sisters. They went away for, for a girls weekend. So, I mean, otherwise, I would have never watched it because she doesn't watch it. Uh, obviously, I can't watch that with my girls. They're too young to be seeing all that blood and gore. And plus, I don't think they would have been interested in it anyway. So I did get to sit down and watch it, and I, I did enjoy it, man. It was it was pretty cool. 
I like the way they, they did the story, how they centered around, you know, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Because honestly, if you think about Mortal Kombat, those are the first two characters that pop into everybody's head when the world Mortal Kombat come out. Yeah, they were like the iconic characters. I mean, obviously, you know, you think also uh, Liu Kang with, that, with the, the kick. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely Sub-Zero and then... Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a couple of them that, you know, come to mind, uh, you know, once you're talking about it. But I think... Ultimately, the first thing that pops into your head is those two guys. Yeah. Remember when, when the mask, uh, when we were wearing masks over in the, in the, like, towards the fall, and somebody was like, oh, you know, wearing these hoodies with these masks make it look like Mortal Kombat rejects? You know what I mean? Like, the only people who look like that in Mortal Kombat was Sub-Zero and Scorpion. So, it's like, again, it was that same idea, like, you know, the hoodie and the mask idea. And yeah. that's, so that, you know, the fact that they made the movie centered around those characters, but yet broadening it. <laughs> So every, I think they did a really good job with it. I think they did a really good job with it. I I enjoyed it. I, I definitely felt like when I was watching it, I felt like I was watching a like a DC movie. Like like I it it, it didn't have that same like I mean obviously it's it's Mortal Kombat right so it has to have like this really fa- fantasy style <clears throat> with fireballs being thrown and laser beams out of eyeballs you know so it has to have this certain kind of you know to it. But I don't know, I just felt like watching it didn't have that, like, it didn't feel like a Marvel-level type movie to me. I don't know why. You know, uh, that's had... Marvel? No, no, it's not supposed to be Marvel. Oh. But I'm just saying, like, like a Marvel production, like, you know, like, there's aliens and all that stuff, and it's kind of fantasy, you know, sci-fi, whatever. But it still kind of feels very real, you know what I mean? I just felt, I don't know, man. I just, but then again, it's, like I said, it's Mortal Kombat. Like, every Mortal Kombat movie you watch, <laughs> you enjoy it, you know what I mean? And there is a little bit of, uh, like cheesiness to it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's it's a fighting game, you know. What I mean, there are stories, but it's not very story driven. So I mean, I guess that kind of got to go into play. I don't know. I, just, I yeah, just, yeah. I mean, even even it being a fighting game, it was a fighting game that took fighting like over the top, you know. So you kind of got to have that like over the top kind of in your face, you know. Yeah. This is ridiculous kind of a, a, a aspect to it. And they, they had a lot of a little lot of little one-liners in there, like the Kano wins and yeah. the flawless victory. And I did hear the Mortal Kombat song in like a few little spots. Man, you ain't hear that shit. Yeah, I did. Did I you did. hear the whoopsie? No, no whoopsie. Oh, I think that, that did, I think joking. one of them did say something. Oh no, maybe not. I don't think <laughs> they did that. But they, they like the music wasn't the whole song, but you heard the beat kind of change to like the Mortal Kombat song yeah, yeah, during nah, certain they, iconic they, moments, that's, like that's, you know, that's, Luke that's, uh, kick. Nah, that's that's the only thing that I, I would I would say, man. Like they they had to put that they had to put that shit like front and center, man. That that's that's the jam, bro. You can't. I mean, like you said, they you, they hinted it. You know that that final battle. You for a second, I was like, oh, is that it? That it? And then it just disappeared. Yeah. It's like it. it they you like know. sprinkled it in. They didn't yeah, they just put it. it. They they were over there like salt bay, you know, just touch <laughs> down, but. I want to, uh, you know, grab it and, and bam, you know, that's what I want. Like, like when they cut through all the different cutscenes when everybody was fighting, like when everybody went on their own little, like, one-on-ones, like, cut through all of them and play, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like yeah, I said, I enjoyed it. I did feel it was a little cheesy. I, I do miss the days of uh, practical um, effects. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day, like, you, you know, to do, uh, what's his name with the forearms? Um... Goro, whatever, right? It's Goro? Yeah, they like, call him something else in the movie, though. Prince something. I think it was Prince Goro, maybe. I don't know. But, they, like, back in the day, you had to make a suit that looked like that. You know what I mean? There was no CG for that. You had to have some guy yeah. wearing this heavy suit. And I kind of like that cheesy stuff, you know what I mean? But, yeah. again, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. What I was thinking about this, and I actually talked about it yesterday morning while we were doing the flea market. Excuse me. I was out there with my sister-in-law, and... um. I was talking about uh, movies because we were talking about the Winter Soldier, and uh, I was saying that what allowed me to enjoy a lot more movies was taking it apart from what they what we know them as. Like with a lot of the Marvel stuff and comic book stuff, I, I started at first when I was younger. I remember like with the original one of the original Spider-Man movies when the webs came out of his wrist. I'm like, that doesn't come out of his wrist. Like he builds something for that. You know, what I mean, he makes cartridges. Like that's not how that shit works. You know. But after a while, I, I kind of let go of that. I kind of stopped comparing the movies to the comics. And it allowed me just to enjoy them for what they were. Because I started realizing, like, you know, it's just like when you get a book, like, it. From the book, 
to the movie or the shining from the book to the movie this changes it's different you know what i mean because you got uh, someone else's interpretation of a story basically you know what i mean so when i started realizing that about the comics being transitioned into movies that's when i was able to like enjoy a lot more stuff just take them for what they were you know what i mean and um that that's what it is like you you can't watch this and be like well this is different in the story from this like you gotta just take this as what it is as a standalone Mortal Kombat movie yeah. and you know and enjoy it for what it is and it's what it was fireballs fighting kicking cheesy one liners you know what I mean like bloody ass fatalities you know which was cool like they 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 worked in some of the, they worked in a lot of fatalities actually from the heart you know the dragon when it eats them and stuff so yeah and now it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Falcon I still think that they should have had more of that music, though. They should have at least had, like, one one fight scene had to have that, you know, just for a little bit. <laughs> like, you're like, that's it. I'm going to give it a bad down vote. I'm going to give it a down vote. No, no, I guess it was still good. I, I'd still recommend it. I mean, even yesterday, I have uh, my Flex Comics uh, Test Your Might shirt. So I wore it yesterday. You know, figure I saw the movie the day before. I was going to work to do some tires, and I didn't have any work shirts. And those shirts are all black, and, you know, they're fairly inexpensive. So I got messed up, whatever. But it was funny because I was wearing it, and my one boy was like, oh, why are you wearing this shirt? You saw the movie last night? I said, that's exactly why I'm wearing this shirt. Was that Jose? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah Jose, yeah. That's definitely a Jose thing, yo. Yeah. yeah it, it's uh, cool to be able to, like, like the Falcon and Winter Soldier. That I, I put my parents onto that my uh, when I was at the house. And they watched it all night. They watched all six episodes. Stay up to like one something in the morning to watch it, yo. But <laughs> it was dope, man. And, and uh, same thing with that. Like with the whole comic books and stuff like that, man. I'm just so happy to be able to see these stuff being into made into movies. Like when we were kids, like when we were a little bit older in our teens, we got some, you know, movies in there. But for the most part, growing up, like how many times did you play a video game and be like, damn, I wish they made a cartoon about this or a movie about this, you know? And they didn't do it because it wasn't popular, you know what I mean? And now all that shit is popular. I mean, I would have never in a million years have, have ever imagined that I would have a Teen Titans cartoon, let alone three different fucking virgin, versions of Teen mm, Titans cartoons. Yeah, you're right, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would have <clears> never imagined I didn't that. know there was three versions. I know two. Yeah, yeah, they had the, the Teen Titans gold, and they had the OG Titans where in the 90s that everybody was rocking with, then they made, like, a new one recently. You know what I mean? So it was like... Like, I would have never imagined that I would have those kind of, you know, but growing up, those are, like, like B characters, you know what I mean? Like, to us, within the thing, they were cool, you know what I mean? But, like, not a lot of people knew about it. Like, we got, when we got movies, it was, like, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, like, all the main people. But now we got WandaVision, you know what I mean? Like, got Thor movies, you know what I mean? Like, now Thor is, like, a norm, like, a staple, you know what I mean? But back when we were growing up... Like, people knew of them, but they weren't making Thor movies like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. think of, remember the, the last Captain America movie we got back in the day with that with the Red Skull? You, I don't know if you guys remember that. Nah, I don't remember that. Nah. Nothing like the one we got now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's just dope to be able to have these kind of movies that I would have, like I said, I, as a kid. Because now that I'm older, a lot of the shit that I thought was cool that, you know, made me weird or quote-unquote nerd... It's all mainstream now, you know what I mean? So all that shit's getting made into movies, getting redone. And, you know, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for all of that shit. <laughs> I'm here for all of it. Sign me up. I don't care how cheesy it is. It, I, I mean, I grew up watching a lot of cheesy B-movies from the 80s, you know what I mean? So I have no problem with a yeah. movie being cheesy. As long as, I mean... I'll give it some time. Yeah, just throw some explosions I, on I'll there. I'll watch it. Hands and... I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, what, what else do you guys had going on last week? I mean, we went over the, you know, 420 stuff. We went over the oh, the George Floyd thing, you know, that... that uh, yeah, that was pretty big. Yeah, he got he got uh, found guilty. I mean, I don't know. We don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff coming out about that. A lot of stuff coming out about they might he might be getting off. Everyone now, the, the new thing now is to tell about how crappy of a person George Floyd was. That's the new thing that everybody's doing yeah. now. Wait, wait, how is he going to get off now? They're saying it was an unfair trial. Well, yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't looked into enough of it to really speak on it, to be honest with you, but a lot of things that I'm seeing briefly up on, on IG and stuff like that, that it was an unfair trial. But like Nick was saying the other day at work, like how do you even have a fair trial in this situation with something that was so polarizing 
to try to find 12 people who are impartial that don't know that much about it. Um, it's almost impossible to, to have, you know, based on what the law of the word is, a fair, impartial trial. It's, I don't know how you could, because, I, I mean, yeah. find somebody in America who doesn't know about this, um, and they're and, probably and, under a rock and don't even have an address to get called to jury duty. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, uh, that's what they're saying. But like I said, I, I didn't really look into it enough to to speak intelligently about it. Just, you know, stuff yeah, like that. It has to do with something with, with some people in, in, in the public eye saying certain things and making certain comments. I, I like I said, like Mike said, I mean I, I don't I don't follow too much. I mean, even that too, like that, you know, like I said, the new the new thing that everyone wants to talk about how bad of a person George Floyd was. They're like, Oh, this is your hero. It's like, yo, nobody chose to make this man a hero. You know what I mean? Like and nobody's saying that this guy was a, you know, a, a model citizen. You know what I mean? We're just saying that he was, you know, killed in the street like an animal and that's that's not okay you know what i mean like yeah. you the, the cops made him a martyr you know what i mean so if you want to talk about how bad of a character of a person he was i mean and that he's a hero he it wasn't like they chose him to be a a pillar of justice you know what i mean it's like you guys did this to him like you made him that you know what i mean like it doesn't matter what he did or what he was going to do you know what i mean like you can't just do something like that to a person in the middle of the street in broad daylight and just be fine you know what i mean it just don't work yeah. like that well all that stuff man yeah that, that's that's all the media taking you know and making what they want out of you know what they have i mean like the whole time and i saw this a lot again on ig um the the trial was referred to as the george floyd trial and in reality it was not a george floyd trial yeah but that's what it yeah. was constantly referred to yeah. as you know, like I was telling Nick the other day, I said, you know, and the part that's kind of shitty about the media and the way they do things is you have a situation like this, and instead of them more highlighting the wrongdoing that was done by the individual, they're going to highlight the victim. Um, and then in this case, like Nick said, you got people coming out now trying to show um, that Joyce Floyd does not, you know, go into the light that the media wants to portray him at. You know, whatever the case is. You know, I'm not here to speak on that, but then you have a situation like I remember, and this still sits in my head to this day, and this was many, many years ago, the uh, Virginia Tech shootings, right? Now, there's something that you should have highlighted. Well, not you, but I mean the media, to me, should have highlighted at that point the victims. You know, show the students, show the victims, the, the people who lost their lives at such a young age for no reason. But what they decided to show and what stays in my mind since that day was they have a image of the shooter holding the guns like this in an X. That's what they highlight. So now you have a situation where you pretty much took somebody who did something terrible and immortalized, immortalized them in this image of, I don't know what, but, and then the, the, the victims of that situation are completely disregarded. You know, because you can ask me the victims. I, I don't know. I, I never saw them. I never heard of them. But I could tell you what this dude looked like holding those two guns. And then you have a situation where you need to highlight what this officer did and highlight why it was wrong and highlight, you know, the the flaws that the system have. But instead, they want to highlight the victim. You know what I'm saying? So this whole time, everybody's talking about George Floyd, George Floyd. But there's very little about, you know, the everything else behind it you know what i mean if that makes sense like yeah. i have a hard time getting my ideas but it's no, like no i understand what you're saying i get what you're saying <clears throat> like i get well, it you know they, they need you know they need somebody to put on the poster they need something that's polarizing something to get people's attention but i think it 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 takes away from what the actual issues are especially in a situation like now where everyone's kind of talking about this this man after he's gone and the stuff he did it's like but that's not the conversation that we're trying to have, right? You're like, yeah. that's not the point of it. But because the fact that, that it was yeah, centered around them, that's what they want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Push out, you know, you know, to discredit it. And but that, I mean, at the end of the day, that doesn't discredit anything because the the guy who the police officer was still in the wrong, regardless. You yeah. know, what I mean, like he doesn't have the decision to make that verdict, whatever the case is. You know, it's and, and another thing that that's fucking nuts is the fact that that other shootings with that that the lady thought it was a taser that was minnesota too like what's yeah. going on out there bro like that's one place i don't want to visit 
I'll tell you that right <laughs> Definitely. now. Definitely. I don't yeah. want to be out there. <laughs> I get, I mean, even when I'm not doing nothing and I see a cop, I get nervous. It's just it's yeah. like growing up where we did, how we did it, you know? <laughs> it's like I see a cop and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go this way. I mean, you remember the yeah, dispensary? That was funny. Oh my god! I didn't want to so look at the funny. cop at the dispensary. He was, he was, you know, it was legal. He was the security guard. I couldn't even the look at the cop. The cop was laughing. The cop was laughing too. Yeah, the cop was handing out menus, and, and he went and he gave me a menu, and then he went handing one to Nick. Nick was like, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> he just kept I look at he, he didn't even look, look up at him. at him. He had his hood on. He had his hood. On. Yeah, yo, I was. <laughs> You know what I mean? And that, but that's because that's how that's how it that's when when you grow oh. up a minority and you grow up in an urban area, you know that you know cops is yeah. really not. I mean, and it's sad to say, it's sad to say because you know you don't want you don't want that for your kids. You want your kids to be able to be in a situation and see a cop and feel safe. And I mean, let's be honest. Like there've been times where cops have come around and I'm not the one doing shit. I still like, yo, this could go south real quick. You know what I mean? Like we did. An incident where a lady, they called the cop on a lady acting up, and when they came, the two they right away went to the black lady. She had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? It was and everyone was like, whoa, whoa, it's not her, it's 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 this lady, it's the white lady. You know what I mean? But it's like the cop come and they see some shit popping off, and that's that's the first thing you run yeah. to. Like it's crazy, man. I want I want to speak on, on what you were saying with you know, wanting your kids to, to not have those same feelings like we had and I guess most towns started doing it last year. Um, I think I think with the pandemic, it kind of kind of slowed things down. But my town was very big on it. And what they did was they had the cops were hosting a lot of different events. Um, and I don't mean like big, broad events like, oh, you know, the cops hosted this. Come enjoy it. It was like uh, like the, the cafe we go to. They, they did breakfast with a cop and literally had like seven cops there. Just chilling, eating breakfast, drinking coffee. Come by with your kids, sit down, talk with a cop. And you can legit just grab a cup of coffee, sit down at a table, and have a one-on-one conversation with a cop. You know, get to know his name, get to know his backstory. They got to know the kids. So, and they did quite a bit. They did the coffee with the cop. They did ice cream with the cops where they literally had an ice cream booth set up right in front of the precinct. And the cops served ice cream to the kids. Same thing. You know, you, you, it wasn't like you went got your ice cream and kept it moving. You stayed, you had conversations with them. And I think that's cool because, you know, like I said earlier, and I'll say it all the time, like regardless what any position anybody has, we need to remember that at the end of the day, they're all just people like me and you, right? They, they grew up with the same thing, the same way we see cops and we feel a certain way about them. They grew up in their situation and what they saw is their truth, right? Everybody has a different truth doesn't necessarily mean that their truth is more true than mine. doesn't mean that my truth is more truth than theirs. But everybody has their own truth from what they grew up and what they saw and what they experienced. So to be able to, like, get together with these cops one-on-one or, you know, two-on-two, whatever the case is, and just have these conversations, and then you start to realize, like, yeah, you know what? I mean, we may want to hold them in a higher standard and expect them to behave in a, in a certain way because of, who they are and the position they hold but in reality they're just people they're just people like us trying to get it right you know and, and i like that my town did that you know i got to to meet a couple of the cops you know and then they had also um the, each cop had a baseball card and it was like a contest with the kids and it was it was uh x amount of, of weeks and the goal was to get as many cards as you can we couldn't just go up to a cop and beg yo let me get your baseball card he ain't gonna give it to you so you had to sit there and you had to talk to the cop and you got to know the cop. And when you were done, he would go into his pocket, give you a baseball card. And the idea was so that the kids knew the cops and the cops knew the kids. So this way, you know, like when we would see a cop, we would go the other way. So now when my kids see a cop, they're like, oh, I know him. Hey, how you doing? You know, and it, and it creates that. And that's what it needs. That's what you really need. You need these cops to have a bond in the, the community, community they that they're serving. Yeah. You know, and, and that's going to be what's going to be the difference. Because now when they see somebody, they could say in their mind, you know what? This guy's real irate, but I know him. This ain't him. Something's going on. Let me try to defuse the situation. Because that's what it comes down to. It comes down to being familiar and knowing the community that you're serving. And not having that feeling like, shit, something's wrong. I don't know what to do. Uh, whatever. You know what I mean? That's, that's when something bad happens. So the fact that they started doing, like I said, I don't know if all towns were doing it. 
I know my town started doing it, and every event they had, I, I made sure I was there with my kids. Man, it's definitely a good look to do that. And you're right, that is the way to kind of... But, I mean, I mean, I don't know how that works for, like, the bigger cities. I don't know. I mean, yeah. something like New York or something like that. But it is. I mean, it's a start. It's a push in the right direction. I mean, and that's what you can hope for, right? Just that there's enough of these little pushes in the right direction, you know, to make a difference. I mean, because it is. It's, 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 this is just crazy. I mean, that poor guy. I mean, that's another one. Like, he, he got, she thought it was a taser. Like, you took your safety off and you aimed it at yeah. his chest and you thought it was a taser. Or do cops just walk around with their guns with their safety off? I mean, maybe that, maybe I don't know because I'm not a cop, but I would assume those yeah, safeties are on. You know I what I mean? I assume you have to take a safety man. off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but again, I'm not a cop, so I don't know. Maybe they do have their guns with the safety off. Who the fuck knows? I feel like that in order to have that job, you have to be a specific type of person. You can't just be no kind of regular, regular yeah, person. Nah, you have I, to have I a specific, them. a specific mentality and. Everybody thinks that everybody can do any job. So people go and they become police yeah. officers and they really can't handle that responsibility, yep. you know, and things like that happen. You get the shooting because people really don't know what they're doing. They exactly. haven't been trained properly and they can't handle themselves in that situation. That's I mean, look, it comes down to. the cops only get like, what, like six, nine months, maybe? You know what, too, though? Not only that, though, right? I mean, not that I know so many cops in my life, but the, the few that I do know that I used to work with, that went into the force, um, you ask them why, and it's never, I have this desire to serve my community, right? What's what's always the answer? Well, I could retire in like 25 years with yeah, like half pension, my pension. pension. I mean, so, and like Juan said, you just have anybody taking the position, but that's not a position you take because you want to have a pension. That's not a yeah. position you take because you want to just stand at a traffic stop and collect OT. Like that's a position you take because you have a desire to serve your community. You have a desire to protect the people that are under you. Like, you that's hope, why you, you take that, that job. That's, that's, that's but that's why. how it should be. And like Juan I mean, said, not yeah, everybody could do it. You know, I, mm -mm. not everybody could do it. Not everybody has. I was reading a book earlier this week, and it was talking about, uh, maybe Juan could, could correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it was talking about there was some branch in the military. Yeah, because it's military stuff. There was some branch in the military <laughs> I don't know if it was the Marines or the Navy, and I'm not sure if it was directly during wartime, but the point of the story was when they do their training exercises within the units, they use live ammo. And the reason behind it is they want them to have that same fear and stuff that would be if they were actively at war. So now if you're doing a training situation and you got dummy bullets, yeah, you still have that kind of nervousness of you trying. But if, if you know, like, bro, if I mess up, Juan could possibly kill me during this training exercise, your thing's a little bit different. So now you're training with that in your mind, like, I could die. I need to behave right, you know? And, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, no matter how much you train somebody and you, you read it in a book and you go through these controlled situations, you're not really training them until they're out in the mix, you know, in that real world experience. Game so, reps. Yeah, you know, game reps, you know, yeah. and it's just, you know, same thing with football, right? When, when you have your football practice and you're just doing it with the helmet, no pads, right? That's not the same as when you put your pads on and now you start hitting. It's it's a different feel. It's Everybody a different has mentality. a plan to they get hit in the face. Yeah, so <laughs> you know I'm saying it's just, you know, you, they need to have the right the right training. That they need to be put in these situations where they're forced to make these decisions on the fly. Because, like Juan said, not everybody could do it. Not everybody has that in them, and that's okay, you know. But you know, I, I almost feel that like you shouldn't be allowed to, to to be one unless you served in the military when you already have had that experience to know like life or death situation and how to how to handle it properly. And not for nothing, if you went that way too, um, I think you would have, I'm not going to say you would eliminate it because I don't think you would ever eliminate it, um, but you would have a lot a lot less uh, racial issues like white cops killing black people, stuff like yeah. that. Because when you're in the military, you're, you're, you're a sergeant, you're whoever, he don't give a fuck who's next, excuse me, sorry. He don't give a damn 
who is next to you, what their nationality or what their race is. If you have a job to do, you have a job to do. You get the job done without any bias. If you have any bias, that's just what you have. But you don't show it. You keep it and you do your job and you do your job well. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. buddies with that person, but you work well with that person because you got a job to do and you got a common goal. Get it done. You have no option. So I think you would eliminate. You could eliminate that too. Some of the the, the racist bias uh, um, thoughts that some people have that have these powers. Now, don't get me wrong. It's out there. It's everywhere. So you can't completely eradicate it. Yeah, no, say, there's, there's always going to be a little just, something. It would be a little bit less of, uh, of the instances, you know. Yeah, and another thing, too, is is, is uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that, that besides just what we talked about that factor into it, too. Like, I, keep, I bring it up a lot because I think it's like nine months or something like that that they're in the police academy for. Yeah, I mean, like, we go to school to work on cars for, like, two years. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell me that you need less training to be a cop than you need to be a mechanic. And like, every year we get trained again. Yeah, we have to, we have to recertify yeah. multiple, you know what I mean, with the ASCs, you know, every X amount of years. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to unpack when dealing with that, you know what I mean? Like, I know everyone gets upset when people are like, oh, you know, about the defunding the police. Well, you know, taking cops off the street is not the answer. That's not what they're saying. They're not saying to take nah. cops off the street. They're saying to stop giving them money to buy all these riot gears and army tanks. Like, some of these, yeah. some of these companies of, like, these, these uh, not companies, some of these uh, police precincts, they'll be having some wild shit. Like, what? And that's what people are talking about. Like, don't give them money to buy all that extra dumb shit. No one's saying to take cops off the street. They're saying take the money from buying all these weapons and stuff and put it into trainings and, and, and you know, mm -hmm. counseling or whatever needs to be done to get these cops to, you know, not go off the deep end. I mean, a lot of it, too, is that the overtime. We talk about this, too. Like, how much overtime, how tired these cats are. You know what I mean? So now they're, yeah. they're inexperienced because they don't got that in the knowledge. They don't got that training. They're tired from working these long hours, you know what I mean? And then, you know, like Mikey pointed out a while back, like when you think about how you are when you're tired with the kids and how you are when you have a good night's rest, you know what I mean? You come home working all day, 12 hours, had a rough day, got beat up at work. Now you got to deal with an argument between your kids and you're going to be a little short fused, right? So what makes mm -hmm. that any different? Because like we said earlier, we're all, yeah, people. We're all what, people. What that makes it any we're different people, for a cop man. who's been working 16 hours, now they got two knuckleheads acting up arguing beef and he got to go there and settle this you know what i mean it's like it's the same situation it's yeah. the same thing you know what i mean so it's like there's a lot of layers to it there's a lot of you know and also yep. too, you know the way the media spins everything you know what i mean like yeah, there, there, was, the part, there was recently yeah. a, a problem yeah. like there was a young girl that got shot and i remember i, I read about about a, a cop that shot like a a teenage girl you know, she yeah. came running out with a knife, and, like, I didn't really know the story about it. I mean, I still, to be honest with you, I don't know the whole story about it, but she had gotten shot or whatever, and I was like, damn, that's that's crazy. Like, a cop just shot a girl with a knife, because that's all I saw was the headline. You know, and then I know LeBron James had made something, and everybody got all bent yeah. out of shape, and then it turns out that the girl was shot because she came running out the house with a knife because her and her dad were stomping out some chick. It's like, what? You know that's what I mean? What happened? Yeah. yeah yeah. That, but but that girl, she was fighting with another girl. Something happened. She went and got a knife, and then to like to go at the girl. And at that point, the cop shot the girl to try to save the other girl from getting cut up because the girl allegedly the girl with the knife, her dad was stomping out the chick too. And that's what the problem is. Like you, see, you if I go outside and see my daughter fighting with somebody, I'm not gonna stop playing ring around the rosy on her. You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You know what's going on here? Like break yeah. it up, you know what I mean? Like, yo, what are we doing here? We're like, what was you know? Yeah, that's crazy. If it's that's the same, that's... if it's the same, if it's the same case, because uh, from I think how it started was that the girl called the cops because the other girls were bullying her, and then when she went out with a knife to confront the girls, is when the cops finally showed up, and the cop asked no questions and put the girl down with the knife. Yeah. Because she had a knife, and I mean, I could kind of understand that. And that cop was the next vet, as his military veteran, so he took action because he seen someone running with a knife, yeah, to yeah. you know, cause bodily harm. That's what I got from the story, and that was Friday, but I haven't heard anything else from it. So I yeah, think that's, that's when it broke. So what you mentioned must be 
you know, the whole yeah, I guess why it came out. Shit. And like I said, again, I didn't I didn't follow the story, but like, but that just goes to show like how the media spins it because when I first saw yeah. it, I'm like, damn, yo, here we go example. again. Here we go again with this bullshit, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the, the main the main problem I think, well, for me, I don't know, for me is that there has to be accountability. Like, I'm not saying that accidents don't happen and that these cops don't accidentally. Like, let's put it in a complete vacuum, right? Let's not put any race. Let's forget about that as Minnesota. Let's just imagine, right, that this cop accidentally shot somebody with a gun and thought it was a taser. Let's say that was a legit accident and now this young man is dead. There still has to be accountability. You know what I mean? You, we work in a shop. How many times do we hear stories about, you know, the 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 one big popular one is, is, is I think it was it was uh it was, it was a GM or a Chevy or something like that. The car came in, needed tires. The rider told him it needed tires. The mechanic said it needed tires. Customer didn't buy it. Went down the road. Tire blew out. Crashed the car. Killed the family. Now they go after the mechanic and the rider. Oh, I didn't know I need tires. On the RO, it said it needed tires. It showed that the customer was sold tires, but something to do with the wording, they didn't emphasize how unsafe it was, so they're now liable for that. So now they they are paying for that. So you know what I mean. So if you can hold them accountable because they didn't stress how important or how unsafe the tires were, that how important it was to get new tires, and you can hold them liable for something that, an accident they have no control over, no part in, and they clearly gave this person information and they refused to listen to it, you're going to hold them accountable, but you're not going to hold them accountable as someone that made a, a, a judgment and error and cost someone yeah. their life. You know what I mean? And that's what my problem lies with it. Like, if, 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 if you want to say it was an accident, it was an accident, okay, it's fine, it's an accident. Someone is still dead at, on your hands. You still got to own up to it, you still got to deal with it. But yeah, that's not that's not just an oopsie, you know what I mean? That's not just a, oh, my bad, you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, a barber accidentally that. shaving up your middle of your hair. Oops, my bad, you move, my dude. You know what I mean? It's like, no, like, yeah. like you call somebody a life. Like, I'm not, maybe you don't have to go to jail, but you maybe you have to do X amount of time, you know, but there still has to be something. You still have to be held accountable. That's the bottom line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bottom fucking line. And that's only that too, just that's, you know, just it, own it. No you know, own it at the end of the day. You know, right, right away they want to come out with these press conferences and and yeah, you know they always sit you with the. Uh, you know, it's always the well, yeah, but like nah, no but, just just own yeah. it. Just just take it that's, and own it. Get the butt out of there. Take it and own it and and move forward. You know, but and that's how it's been everything house. in life, though. That yeah. starts at the house, right there. That's what I'm that saying, right there, though. That starts at the house. That's, that's the only way you nip that in the butt. Right, because how many times you get, right, let's say you have a fight with somebody, and I know I used to do this a lot myself, uh, mostly with my kids, so I make it a point that I don't I do not do it, right? But how many times somebody, like, you, let's say you, 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 you lose your cool on somebody and say some dumb shit, right? And then you're like, listen, I'm sorry, but you did, it's like, nah, now that I'm sorry is garbage. Like, don't give me the butt you, no. Like, if you did wrong, just say you're sorry. And that's what I do now. Like, even though, you know, my kids may respond a certain way that will cause me to act that way, I just tell them straight up, like, listen, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have behaved that way. That's it. I don't got to explain yeah, to them yeah. what they did, which made me, because at the end of the day, what I did was my decision, and I need to take accountability for that. Now, if they decide they want they want to take accountability for what they had in the matter as well, cool. If not, it's not my job to really point that out. I mean, as a parent, yeah. But not in that instance. You know, I'll wait maybe a little bit later. I say, listen, Julie, you know what? Let me talk to you real quick. I just want to tell you about, you know, what happened before. But in the instance, when they're upset because I messed up, I'm just going to own that and I'm going to apologize for it. That's the way it got to be. You know, just like you make a mistake, own it. Take accountability for it and apologize for it. You know, don't, don't give me that, well, you know, I'm sorry, but nah. Get the butt out of there. The butt got no reason to be in there. What's the butt for? <laughs> For pooing, bro, and that's it. I just the way it got to be, man. Just take accountability for, for your actions. Take accountability for your decision. At the end of the day, everything in life, and we've said this before, everything in life is a choice. It's a decision. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and uh, I really liked what the guy was saying. And it was about parenting. And he was saying that sometimes, you know, let's say the kids come around and they're like, oh, dad, you know, let's let's go play. And I guess he has his own business or whatever. So he would, you know, he said that a lot of times his reply to the kids would be, oh, I can't. 
I have to work. He's like, and when you use that type of terminology, like I have to work, I have to do this, I have to do that, you're giving away your power, right? So now you're pretty much saying you're a slave to your job, right? When you wake up in the morning, you're like, shit, man, I got to go to work today, bro. Now you're giving your power to that job. So what he does, he rephrases it. And instead of telling his kids, I can't, that he has to work, they'll tell him, listen, I can't right now. I'm choosing to, to complete this that I got to do so that we have this time later to do what we're going to do. So now he takes the power back. So now he's choosing to work. You know, we wake up in the morning, we choose to get dressed and go to our jobs, right? And that's what it is. Everything in life is a choice. And we got to take accountability for the choices we make. We're not forced to do anything. Everything we do is a choice. I chose to wake up, sit down with you guys here. I chose to stay up late and watch TV. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go choose to clean the kitchen when I'm done. None of these things are things that I'm forced to choose that last one. <laughs> no, you do. You your do. wife Any... just come home and she's like, yo, what happened here? So, I mean, you're kind of forcefully choosing it. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's, that's the idea is, is when, you, when you start to really think about it, everything in life is a choice. Everything you do in your life is a choice that you are actively making. Because at any point, you could simply say, I don't want to. Now, granted, you're not, you have no control over the, the circumstances or what happens after the fact, but you do have control over what you choose to do with everything in life. Everything. Everything's a choice. And then I agree with that. I mean, I say it all the time. Like, no matter what happens in your life, no matter where you are, it's always, you know, if you get into a car accident because somebody takes a red light, you chose to go down that road. That's why you were there at that time. I mean, so it is. I mean, you're right. It's a choice. And you know, bottom line is own it, own it, take accountability for it, and then move on with your life. Take whatever consequences come from it, you know, fix what you need to fix. If it, if it was a bad choice, learn from it and move on. Don't make excuses. Yeah, just try to learn from it. I second that. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Classic. But that being said, uh, I think we're done here. So everybody get on with the day. And uh, you know, like I always say, you know, the most valuable thing you give everybody is your time. We appreciate everybody that gave their time to sit down here with us and uh, talk and listen to us talk. That's what I meant to say. So, uh, you know, check us out. Spotify, Apple, Apple podcast, leave a review. Check us out on Instagram. Nothing's worth mentioning. And, uh, you know, own your shit. Give roses yeah. while you can, everybody. And yeah. learn from your mistakes. And love. Spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. So, yeah, peace. Always spread love. Later. Peace.